welcome back to another episode of the Spanglish Show. I am your host, Mafe, and on this podcast, we talk about the trials, tribulations, and moments of joy of being an immigrant and having to live your life in two or more languages. I feel like it's been forever since my last episode. I can't believe that it's only been one week. Um, truth is, I have done so much this past week, and you know, for me, like, time isn't real. It's just something subjective, um, especially when you're on vacation. I am not excited to go back to work, but that's another story. <laughs> I have been enjoying so much spending time with my family, but it has gotten to the point where I miss my bed and I miss my dog so much. Holy shit, I miss Abby so freaking much. I miss going on walks with her, sleeping with her, kissing her little nose and squishing her little face. <laughs> Can you tell that I miss her? <laughs> I'm honestly so incredibly grateful for all my friends that are taking care of her. Shout out to Lindsay, Maria, Rodrigo, and the people at daycare for just being so amazing and just for for loving her as much as I do. Um, so I spent three amazing days at an amazing place called Los Roques. It's a 40-minute flight from Caracas, and it's literal paradise. I'm sure you've seen the couple of videos that I posted on both of my Instagrams at Mafi Salazar and at Mafi de VA. And... But as I mentioned on the last episode, I will be doing a solo episode where I'll be spilling all the tea about my month here, all the fun things I've been up to, and all of the delicious things that I've been eating, as well as my opinions on the current situation of Venezuela. For today, I have a very funny guest. Her name is Katie, and I don't know how to say her last name. We literally spent a couple of minutes at the beginning of the episode where she was trying to teach me how to pronounce it, and I still don't know how. <laughs> um... She is a mom of twins that lives in Sweden and has a really funny YouTube channel. She is originally from Utah, and in the episode, we discuss how she ended up in Sweden, how has it been adapting to living there and the language, how she's dealt with being lonely, which was basically what made her start her YouTube channel, but we talk about her YouTube channel a little bit more. We also talk about authenticity and why that's so important to her and so much more. But... Before we get into this episode, remember to share this with your friends, your family, and everyone that you know that you think would enjoy these conversations because at the end of the day, this is how more people can find us and how we can keep all the amazing conversations going. Another way, um, you, you, another w other ways that you can support this podcast is by following us if you're listening on Spotify and well, basically you only have like a couple of days, um, to enter in the giveaway um, and here's how you can enter so if you're in the capacity of doing so rate the podcast and leave a review on apple send me a screenshot to my instagram at mafe salazar and you'll be entered to win an amazon gift card so that's it for the intro and without further ado here is the episode with katie Having a podcast is honestly so much fun. Not only you get to talk about anything you want, there's also no censorship, no character limits. It's a great way to build community. And also you get to have amazing conversations with your dream guest. Starting a podcast on the other hand, not so fun, which is why I have created a free guide that's going to teach you how to launch your very own podcast in five weeks. So make sure you click the link in the show notes to get it. Or you can always DM me on Instagram at Mafe Salazar or at Mafe the VA. And I'll share the link with you. Enjoy the episode. Um, how do you say your last name? And if you don't have to say it if you don't want to, but it's Viadagvida. 
Viar vida. Viarg vida. Viarg vida. It starts with a B, so it's Viarg vida. Viarg vida? Like that? But, but the first letter is B, so the yeah. first sound is B. Viarg vida. Viarg vida? Like that? So welcome to the show, Katie. How are you doing today? I am so tired. Oh my goodness. <laughs> I have five kittens, five eight-week-old kittens that wake oh up. Oh my God. At, and, and when it's time for me to go to bed, that's when they are tearing around the house. And they tried to sleep in my bed with me and that didn't work. <laughs> and oh, life. <laughs> so you have five kittens and you have two kids i have twins yes twin five oh my god oh my god how do you how do you deal with life <laughs> well i have an amazing husband who is not like one of those oh i babysit the kids you know like no we do everything together and so i don't have this like burden to do everything all the cooking so it's not this overwhelming thing that's good that's good um, I like to start all my episodes asking every guest about their story. So why don't you tell us about you? Where are you from? How did you decide to move from Utah all the way to Sweden? And how long have you been there? Well, when I was 19, I joined this theater company called Covenant Players. I always wanted to get out of Utah and see the world. And I traveled all over with them. And on my ninth, on my 21st birthday, I got on the plane to go to Europe. And I spent some time there traveling around to performing plays. And while I was there, I met my Swedish husband. And we traveled all over German speaking countries, French speaking countries, South Africa. While I was in South Africa, I found out I was having these, my, my twins. And then I, we decided that it would be better to, when we did settle down, to settle down in Sweden, and it would be better for me to have the children in Sweden, because unless you are stinking rich in South Africa, the care available is not great, especially for premature, like it's very, very likely that twins will be premature, any multiples, so they're just not really equipped for that kind of thing there. I actually had a miscarriage while I was in South Africa and the care itself was fine, but the conditions in the waiting room and in the waiting area was abysmal and wow. very, very traumatizing. So knowing, knowing, having that experience background, I'm like, I do not want to have give birth here. Holy crap. Um, yeah. So Morton, I was in Sweden by myself for, I, I flew from South Africa to Sweden by myself, Morton, and then he joined me. And then a week later, after he, a week after he came back to Sweden, the, the, I went into labor at 32 weeks. Oh my God. So how long have you been in Sweden now? Um, about four-ish years, because it's like so not linear. Like we were in Sweden for the first six-ish months of five months of their life and then we were in Germany and then we were on the mainland and then we were of Sweden and then we were back on Gotland 
And the mainland of Sweden and Gotland, Sweden are basically two different countries. Like Gotland is technically Sweden, but it's an island in the middle of the Baltic. Like they've got their own history and personality and vibe. Yeah. yeah. And um, what's your favorite part about living there? I love how safe it feels. Like it yeah. feels like nothing happened here. Like there's been so many times of, oh, I left the keys in the door on the outside. Oops. <laughs> and nothing happens. No, people like leave tools and leave like stuff outside and nobody, nobody steals it. That's so nice. <laughs> like when I was in South Africa, it felt like I was in prison, like all the time, like gated communities, locks, double, triple, quadruple locks, yeah. bars on windows, like... Yeah. Which country are you in? Um, so I live in Vancouver, but I right now I am in my home country, which is Venezuela. And it's it's a very, very, very unsafe country. Um, so like right now, like I'm like when you said bars on the windows, like I'm looking at my windows right now and they all have bars. <laughs> so it definitely feels like prison and like you have to like lock your doors very well over here. So Ooh. Okay, I just have to look where Venezuela is because I'm an uneducated American. So, oh, <laughs> that's okay. I have no idea where where um where so, where. Well, I know I kind of know where Sweden is, but like I have no idea where where the yeah, island is. The north of Sweden, the north of Europe, has got like those long countries: is Norway, mm -hmm. Sweden, Finland, mm. Venezuela. Okay. So we're in the north of the south. <laughs> I'm trying to see where. Oh, there's Brazil. Okay, cool. Yeah. Because I have a friend Brazilian. Um, she's living in Germany. Yeah. Cool. And did you know the language before you moved to Sweden? Or because like what, well, what, what language do you guys speak there? We speak um yes, Swedish is the language of Sweden. Um I performed some plays in Swedish like that's how I learned I learned German by learning plays because we mm -hmm. performed in the country which of the countries we were in and so I did like learn sort of conversational French ish like on a yeah. scale of zero to 100 I maybe got like 13 <laughs> percent <laughs> um, and in Swedish like I had kind of started to teach myself a little bit through like YouTube early early days of my relationship with Morton because I wanted to impress him by saying some Swedish sentences <laughs> that's so cute <laughs> I'd be like do which means you are my teddy bear and, oh that's so cute yog day I appreciate you Oh, um, and like while you were learning, you obviously had to like um, do everything in Swedish over there, I'm guessing, or like do people also speak English? Oh, yeah. It's, it's like everybody who's around 45 and younger speaks like really good English. Oh, okay. And then like older people, I'm not saying 46 is old, but you know, the older generation. <laughs> yeah. The older generations, the grandparents, or yeah. even the, par the parents can speak like restaurant and vacation English, but can't mm -hmm. really like with emotions and, mm -hmm. and grandparents, a lot of grandparents are just like, 
um like now that you mentioned that like have you have any like languages mishaps or like a funny story that you want to share with my listeners sure <laughs> um, <laughs> um well one time in france i was introducing a play and the play is called Psst, buddy and i said it's like mon pote or something but i i said mon put i think which is prostitute. Oh. And the audience that I said this in front of was a was a whole like big old church filled with priests and nuns. Oh my God. <laughs> so how did that work out for you? <laughs> well, I don't remember really. I've, I'm really good at blocking traumatizing things. <laughs> um, yeah. But the the guy who is actually was actually the native French speaker on the team just really really enunciated the first word. Um, one silly thing was in Swedish, "urschäkdame" is how you say "excuse me," and "upskatterme" is to say "appreciate me." So yeah. sometimes I would like bump into people and say "appreciate me." <laughs> well I guess like they sound like very similar or like yeah they sound like quite similar so yeah and um well you emigrated from while well, you were living in South Africa and like traveling all over so like what has been the hardest part for you um since you've been living in Sweden it's so hard with just how cold it can be the Swedish and American mentalities couldn't be more different from each other Like, like cold, like people are cold or like, do you say like cold in general or like, like weather um, cold? Kind of, it can feel very standoffish and distant and very hard to connect with people and just like make friends because Swedes are very shy and it is not a social country. Like in, in America, I could go into a Walmart at two in the morning and make five best friends. We'll just like, oh, we're in the DVD section. I love that movie. Did you see that one? Oh, I can't stand that actor. You know, you can just blah, blah, blah with people and it's fun and people are so warm. And in Sweden, like you can go into a shop, even a gas station, petrol station. I don't know where your listeners around the world are. <laughs> but you can and, and no one will make eye contact with you you have to wow. actually like you know you actually have to show them that you want the eye contact because to yeah. a Swede to be too to look at someone is to like put expectation on them wow okay oh, that's and very interesting in sweet it's like it can be really hard for people to learn the language here because Swedes will just oh they hear you're struggling they will just speak English to you because they don't want anyone to feel embarrassed about about not being able to speak well and so they're very conscientious i mean like everybody recycles everybody is it's there's everybody like believes in the government and follows the rules kind of mentality it's like whoa this is so weird <laughs> like a really sad thing when i was we were we had to live at the hospital for six weeks because they were born premature little three pounders 1,400 grams, 1,600 grams. Um, and yeah, they were so tiny. And, 
I was so proud to go for a walk with them the first time with the stroller and they had like they we had to take all these monitor uh, not all these one monitor I, I I exaggerate sometimes we had to take a monitor from the hospital that they had to be connected to to monitor their signs like they had they had a feeding tube they had a, a thing around their foot it was a whole thing but I just wanted someone to just like oh baby oh, oh they're so little congratulations I wanted that so bad and people just moved around me like I was a ghost like I was invisible and I just I thought that really made me sad oh that's so sad like, yeah definitely that's like a hard like very like something very hard to deal with like especially if you're coming from a from a, like a social country as like U.S. is um well like me coming from here it's like we are like very very social people like up like South America is like I don't know how to how to call it like we're just very social we like talk to everyone like right now um I was with my aunt the other day like and we were walking and like someone like said something and like she responded and I'm like they weren't talking to you like why are you responding (laughs) because like now I'm used to like Canada and like the ways that they do things and she's like well like I'm just being polite like I'm just being nice (laughs) <laughs> I'm like oh yeah like that's that's a thing here like I completely forgot about that yeah can I tell you something really funny about like so I don't know where exactly in Central America um he traveled but I had a friend who was a married couple and they traveled there and you know they came back completely drinking their matha you know they completely absorbed into the culture and so they came back to Europe and they she was German he was American and they were just you know hugging and kissing everyone on the cheeks and (laughs) tried to do that to the Swedish girl that was in in the thing and she's like Swedes don't do that you don't just go and kiss a Swede (laughs) so how do you make new friends in Swede like how do you how do you deal with that well um, there's this really wonderful thing called open daycare, and it's daycare that you go, you go, you take your kids, it's daycare, but the parents don't drop the kids off, the parents are there with the kids, and so that's when they can meet other parents, and they can watch their kids play together, and the kids can get some socialization before they go to daycare, and so it was wonderful. And I it was open three times a week. And I was there every single time, you know, it was my chance to get out of the house and see people. I, I lived for those hours of getting out of the house and, and socializing, kept my sanity. And I would like, very unsubtly try to be like, hey, you want to go to my house for Fika? Fika, Fika <laughs> very important Swedish institution. It's It's snack time. It's coffee and and snacks or whatever. Like, do you want to come and have a fika? And <laughs> most people are like, I don't even know you in their eyes. But I made a few friends that way. And that was really, really wonderful. Yeah. So that was before like the pandemic, obviously. Yeah. This was back in 2017, 2018. Mm. And now your kids go to school? Like, yeah. like well, regular... We- they go to daycare in Sweden. Real school, real school doesn't start until age six. 
okay. They're in their last year of of preschool. Oh, that's nice. That's interesting. <laughs> that's definitely going to be an adjustment for you, right? <laughs> yeah. And as I was like getting my brains back, like after being a mom, just a milk cow, diaper changer, I, I needed something to really pour my heart into and, and something that was mine, something that was artistic and creative that I could treat like a job. And so in December of 2018, I started YouTube. I, after watching after watching Colleen Ballinger's vlogs for a lot of years, I was like, wait a minute, I could do this. Yeah. I could, this doesn't look that hard. <laughs> so um, when, when you were filling out the questionnaire, um, you mentioned that you had a YouTube channel. So I obviously went ahead and like looked at it. And it's like super fun because you do vlogs, uh, daily vlogs, is it? Or like not daily not vlogs, daily. but like, um, and then you release a, a, a video like every week. Um, and one of the things that really like caught my attention is that you mentioned that authenticity is more important than, than aesthetics. So why is that so important to you? Because so many mommy vloggers out there like life is perfect look at my makeup look at my met my children in their matching clothes in my in my in my immaculate house and it's just uh, it's not i don't fit into that world like I, it's really hard to i want to find a vlogger that i really connect with it like shows that life is messy and difficult and struggles and it's like it's it's not weakness to show that we struggle it's what connects us and makes us feel less alone and so uh, my aesthetic is is derp (laughs) (laughs) um what was I gonna ask you you mentioned something so like have you like what's the favorite thing about like having a youtube channel like that lets you connect to people yeah, I love to connect with people. I love to um, read comments and respond to comments. And like one of one of the people that I met through this through my channel is like a friend in real life, and we like WhatsApp. Oh, and that's nice. So cool. I also really really love. I also have a podcast as well. Like I mix it up with vlogs and a podcast, and mm-hmm. I get to talk to such awesome people and to help share their stories. And I made this really cool connection with this lady who's a um, publicist. And so I've had like these actual rock stars, legends on my channel. And I've met amazing people because of that. And now I just feel like I could talk to anyone. I I could send an email or slip into the DMs of anyone. Like what could it hurt? Yeah. What's like the, what's the worst that can happen? People can say yeah. no. And it's like, okay, I, I keep on going with my life. Um, yeah, definitely. Like that's, that's one of my favorite things of like having a podcast is that you can reach out to people and people are like eager to tell their story. So it's just like nice to having them here. Um, so what exactly like made you start a YouTube channel? Because I really was lonely. And I, and I really mm-hmm. wanted to connect and it was like, it's something that I'd wanted to do forever. Like back in 2008, I bought a video camera that was mini DVD 
discs, discs inside oh of it. Oh my God. <laughs> I wanted to start a YouTube channel then and I was crushed. I tried and tried and, try, and asked so many people for help and I could not get the footage off of the mini DVDs onto my computer. And it was like, and then I just kind of let go of that dream for a while and it just kind of came back. And I started doing Facebook lives with my kids and for, for like some time and got used to speaking in front of the camera. And then one day it's when I was at SFE, which is where people go to learn Swedish, like a little school, excuse me. I just pulled out my phone and held it vertically instead of horizontally. Yeah. And I just like talked for, for two minutes and uploaded it like, and then I found some editing programs on, on, on my phone and edited on my phone for, for a month or something. And then my husband had to do a school project where he needed to edit it in a more professional way. And so he got this free trial for editing software, but then it turned out, oh no, if you don't buy it, then there's a stupid watermark. And uh, he's like, okay, but you, you do want to start editing videos, right? Like, so, so we could spend the money, but like, oh, but 60 bucks, that's so much money. Yeah, <laughs> I feel like I, when you're I, starting I, I agreed. And I'm so glad that changed the course of my life, literally. Like, I'm not making money from YouTube. I've been doing this almost three years, but... I am making money because of YouTube. I am a professional video editor. Perfect. <laughs> yeah. I get paid to edit videos for some really wonderful people. I don't, I used to work at the, the had to have this really great job serving hamburgers to people. Like <laughs> I miss the people, but oh, I don't miss just running, just running and sweating. Like no. No, <laughs> I used to be a server to too. In the kitchen, like, yeah. don't work. <sighs> yeah, just go, 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 go. Yeah, I, I love being my own boss. It's a little bit lonely. So that's another reason why I just obviously keep on with YouTube because it is a great way to connect. And and I do have dreams that it could get better. It could get bigger. I, I know that my conversations are awesome. My vlogs are derpy authentic fun so I know I just want to find my people that connect with that and and we can build a beautiful community of, of awkward people <laughs> oh you also mentioned that like you want to build a community and like I feel like that is so important when it comes to just like connecting with other people so like what's your favorite thing about the community that you've built so far with your YouTube channel they're so genuine and just willing to open up and step outside of their their world you know they're, they'll like listen to a conversation and be like wow I never thought of that and you know they'll go there they're not scared of things that they don't understand that are beyond them and the people when I when me, my husband and I do a live stream every Tuesday in yeah. the evening and we have like five or six people that are always there and there's like there's a German and a Scottish lady who's married to a Swede and they'll we'll like we just will actually actually get that feeling of hanging out with friends yeah they're they're so they're so kind and they're so 
random and so engaged and it's just so great. Yeah. Um, if anyone wants to join your lives, I'm going to let all the links uh, in the show notes. So please make sure you check those out. Um, I'm definitely going to be in one of those. <laughs> um, another question that I wanted to ask you was, um, and just to like wrap this up, because like, I like to keep my episodes like short and sweet. Um, what are you most excited about right now? Oh, goodness. I have such amazing conversations coming up. Like I got to talk to this guy, the naked pastor. He's, he's a really amazing comic, comic artist and I'm stuttering. He's an amazing <laughs> comic artist and it's got such a big heart. And it just like filled my, my, my heart up talking to him and like, I'm okay. My, my doubts and my questions and my fears and my struggles are valid and, and good and necessary. Like hearing that just <sighs> felt good. And like, I talked to this lady, she was in, she was played by Meg Ryan in a movie. <laughs> wow. She's, she's the first lady of boxing, Jackie Collin. She's, okay. she's so fascinating. She, she like tricked Elvis Presley into an interview because he never gave interviews like wow what the heck? so cool <laughs> and you get to talk to all those people so that that's so amazing yeah and like this other lady Diane Steinberg Lewis she was in this movie Dust Sergeant Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club Band I can never say that in the right order it's a <laughs> really weird 70s movie that doesn't make any sense like they must have been so high when they wrote this and, and put it together but yeah. she's but she's fascinating she like her mom was the first black lady to have her own AM radio station in the entire country like and amazing amazing history from her of, of amazing black history that I just could listen to her talk for weeks on end just like tell me more of your stories and your music <laughs> adopt me please <laughs> wow I'm that is so interesting yeah I'm excited for continuing on vlogging even when I know it's not like the most amazing award-winning video that it's it's still when it, when it makes me laugh when I edit I know I'm doing yeah. a good job like I know that I love it I'm also excited for my other channel YouTubing with Katie because it's it's for other creators especially people who want to vlog but aren't really sure like how to go about it or how to maintain it or just what vlogging is because I really really love analyzing YouTubers that are doing a good job and at showing their personality and like teaching people, okay, this is how they show their personality and this is how you can too. And analyzing it in a really fun way. And I got to analyze Cody Wanner, who's a big Wanner, Cody Wanner. He's a big name in his corner of the internet. And it was a lot of, he, he, he watched it and he liked it and commented on it. Like, nice. I'm so honored, read me like a book. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. I love, I love that because like, there's like a niche for everyone. Right. So like everyone has a little corner of the internet. Like, obviously uh, I have my own, you have your own, like we all have like different things to, to share. And like, that's what like makes this internet thing like so beautiful, like in my opinion, anyway. <laughs> yeah, totally. Uh, 
So you mentioned that you have like your vlogging channel and now you have YouTubing with Katie um, channel. Other than that, tell us where can my listeners find you? I'm also on Instagram. Um, I am Epic Kate. It's it. And um, I need to upload to that more often. I also sometimes upload to um, I also sometimes do the Twitter thing. Yeah. And I can I can give you that stuff. But of course, Facebook and YouTube are like my main ones. And do you have a Facebook group? Like that's where you go live with your husband, right? No, we go live on YouTube. Oh, you go live on YouTube. Oh, okay. Okay. Well, definitely I'm going to leave um, all of the links that we mentioned and all of the resources that we mentioned today. So YouTubing with Katie, uh, make sure that you check her out, her channel out. Like it's really, really fun. Um, and yeah, thank you so much for deciding to spend your time with me today. Oh, I'm, I'm happy to do it. That is it for today's episode. Thank you so much for deciding to spend your time with me. If you enjoyed today's episode, share it with your friends, family, and everyone you know so that we can continue the conversation and we can continue growing as a podcast. All the links, resources, and everything mentioned in the episode is linked in the show notes, so be sure to check those out. Until next time.